All right, guys, what's up? Um, I'm Colden. Uh, this is our first live stream on YouTube ever. Um, and one thing that I've been thinking about in terms of starting this thing was how scary starting some new things are. And we're all stuck in inside. Um, it's kind of a weird time for all of us. We got kicked out of the gym. Um, we're learning new things at home and um, starting something new is always a little scary. And I know for me, um, this has been something that I've been afraid of uh, for a while. So we're here. Uh, we're going to start this with Dylan. Um, and I'm super excited to bring Dylan on. Let me see. Dylan, you just like something disappeared here, man. Uh-huh. All right. So my friend Dylan is here. We're going to talk some gymnastics stuff. I think I got it figured out, Dylan. Um, all right. I'm going to pull him in. Let's see. All right, brother. You're on this feed now. How's it going, man? Good, good. How are you guys? Uh, doing strong, man. <laughs> trying to figure out, uh, trying to figure out how to do this online thing, um, which is a whole lot different than what I think either of us are used to uh, in the gym. Definitely. How about you? So, yeah, good. Just trying to adapt, like you said. Try to figure out how we can help uh, the kids and everyone through this new platform. I mean, we're lucky we have some kind of uh, way to get. Uh, across to everybody. Hopefully we can teach you guys something. We kind of wanted to talk about some mindset stuff, uh, some some skills in depth, and see if we can help you guys out from home. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that, like, I've been talking to um, a lot of our kids that go to our gym and some things that are crucially important. Like, what I see is... Um, if we're doing the work that we're supposed to be doing at home, there's some like major advantages that we can have when we get back into the gym, um, right? What yeah. would you say uh, like the homework assignments should be at the gym? Like what, what are, should we be working on right now that would, <laughs> would help us out? Well, the, there's a long answer and a short answer. The, the long answer is that uh, you need to understand what what your goal is as a gymnast long term and what our goal is as a coach and the amount of time what we can do in a limited environment and how that helps so uh, one thing that we do at the gym especially come season or off season is we start working skills that you're either ready for physically um, and mentally or not ready for uh, now we work the skills and we also work the prerequisites, meaning the conditioning, the flexibility, the mental, um, at the same time. But while you're at home, you can really focus on the actual, uh, prerequisites of the skill. So you can take your time to sort of, if we give you one skill, like one skill that we agreed on was uh, press handstand being very important. Now, if you do a press handstand, you know, if you if you're just doing presses to try to get stronger or, you know, to try to build your shoulders uh, strength, it's different than if you think about, 
you know, why you're doing a press for, say, like a Stalder for, for a more complicated skill. And then it starts to matter how you do the skill, not how many. And uh, so we want to help you guys kind of understand where skills start and where skills end and how if you really actually get the foundation of, say, five, six, seven press handstands done correctly with active flexibility at the bottom, control at the top, then when we get to the gym, we're going to be moving very, very fast because that's what usually holds us back anyway. Definitely. You see, I'm trying to, our, our uh, two shot got kind of messed up. So um, I'm trying to fix this right now. All right. Yeah, man, I agree. I think press handstands and handstands are some of the most important stuff. I know we were talking like a good press can make uh, your stalters better, your cast handstands better. Like I, I could go through so much stuff on bars that uh, the casts and handstands or presses and handstands, man, that would be like 10 in a row at home. If they're, if we're working on that at home, bars so yeah. much easier, right? Everything too. Mount, you can, if you have a very solid press handstand, the, the kind of mounts you can do on beam are, are really limitless. You can do so many cool, you know, artistic BC style mounts with a press. Yeah, definitely. You know, it all comes back to the, like the handstands and the presses and those really basic shapes. So what goes into, I, I, this is another really kind of interesting topic we were, we were talking about. What, what goes into the development of a gymnast long-term from, you know, beginning to end. Now, I guarantee you that Suni is somebody who has had the training where people were thinking about her future from a very early point. And the reason that's important yeah, definitely. is because I, I could bet money. I don't know her coaches personally, but I could bet money that her coaches really, really, really care about basics and that they don't push um, skills uh, on her that she's not physically prepared for. Um, and that's just a fact of life. And when, when you're at home right now, uh, you know, I know I've been in the gym with my kids trying to teach clear pan stand, trying to teach stall, they're trying to teach toe hand. And I know that a good majority of my kids do not have five to 10 presses in a row. So really, it seems like, you know, it's a mental thing, but really it's, if you were more physically prepared, it would be less scary. If you had five presses, if you had the active flexibility for a stalder from your pancake split, if you had these things developed at home, we would be working lightning fast and it wouldn't be as nerve wracking for you. Um, these skills that Suni's doing, like a full twisting pack and stuff, they, I know that when I was a younger gymnast, these just seemed like out of my, you know, I couldn't imagine how, how that's possible. It just seemed like an unachievable yeah. skill, but that's not the truth. Suni has been working these skills in small parts forever, small, small parts. Yeah. And those small parts, they add up and they keep clarity in the gymnast's mind, in the coach's mind. When you work the small parts and once you know you have something, you move on, you move on. If you get stuck on something, you go back, you do it again until you can move on again. And then skills, they all become very um, mentally and physically achievable. Everything just takes time. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, shoot, we've got a lot of time right now to kind of work on those basic parts at home. Um, one of the things that you and I had gotten to talk about, which I thought was so cool, is the the mind-body connection and how important it is to kind of understand. I think a lot of times 
like, especially for me as a gymnast, um, you'd go through the drills, you'd go through the basics, you'd go through the skills, but really trying to understand, you know, what the mechanics are of each particular movement, why we're doing the drills. Um, that was like, that's so important. And I feel like if we're practicing at home right now and kind of having a, a better understanding of, of why we do it, um, I think that would be critical, right? Like we could just go so fast. Yeah, we want to make we, we want to make smart smart gymnasts. That's really important to me that my kids know, uh, you know, exactly what they're working toward. I remember when I was a gymnast, you would start to learn a, a skill that was, you know, a little bit beyond you. And um, you know, I think we were talking about with the mind body connection how important visual visualization can be. I know that I used to to watch, you know, um of my favorite olympians and i would just pause play them and go so slow motion and try to see all the details of the skill into the point where i was you know waking up in my sleep like kicking because i was twisting in my dreams you know i'm sure you guys have had had a few of those gymnastics dreams but it's not just about uh you know i think our point is it's not just about conditioning um just getting your abs stronger, just doing V-ups. The reason that we're always on top of you in the gym about how you do things is it's because that's what matters. If you're just doing a press, trying to make a press handstand, it's different than if you're doing a press with the goal in mind of doing a stalder. And if you don't know what a stalder is, go watch a video, go watch it 30, 40, 50 times and see how the press would would help you or how it would be necessary. You know, you can sort of become your own coach if you really start to think and really start to feel with your body. Yeah, and I, I think that, um, like one of the things I was talking in our like Zoom workout yesterday was, is, is the importance of visualization and trying to really put your body and mind in that skill. You know, it's harder, obviously, if you're trying to visualize a skill that you've never done before, but some of this stuff That's, we've been working yeah. in the gym and now we can't. Um, kind of visualizing and, and trying to be in tune with what those muscles feel like when we're training at home and conditioning um, that would link up a little bit better, right? You know, one thing I love um, is I've had a few gymnasts, you know, that were um, just like very, very smart, very funny, and they used to kind of make their own drills. And half the time, the drills were really good like they, they might have been funny or weird but they were really good and the reason is is because they muscles were being activated what flexibility was being activated and they were sort of able to actually develop some kind of funny or good drill that um sent your body through those motions and if you get good at visualizing visualizing and you sort of start to really understand your skills, I think you guys should absolutely just think of stuff, be creative, have fun. You know, it's all gonna be helpful. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't agree more. Um, I know we've got a couple of people. Do you have the, the chat pulled up? I know I got Nico and Sierra here. What's up guys? And uh, looks like Drew's on. She says, hi. I, I gotta get this chat closer, hold on. <laughs> So if you guys had any questions, um, I know we wanted to kind of have a Q&A a little bit, either for Dylan or for myself, while we're on here hanging out. Um, if anybody had any questions, either for me or for Dylan, 
let us know. I know you're back, Dylan. Yep, I'm back. Cool. I'm looking at the chat. Hello, everyone. Hello, girls. I miss you, girls at the club. I miss you, girls at Soga. Uh, I hope everybody is keeping their minds right, keeping their bodies right at home. Yo, yo, Lisa. Yeah, Li Lisa. What's up, What's Lisa? Up? I miss you, girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I miss everybody at this point. We've been out of right. the gym for a month. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah, another another skill uh, that we were, or another thing we were talking about is handstand hold. It seems like um, it's simple, or it seems like it's not simple. Either way, you know there is a a sport. It's called acro, where people yes just acro do hand, is like hand just handstand. I yeah. I uh, uh, I was telling Cole that a story that I I had a friend that challenged me to a handstand contest. And she she was up for like six minutes, and I was like, "Were you a gymnast?" Because I mean, that's even insane for a gymnast. And she's like, "Oh no, I did acro." So acro is a lot of hand balancing. They use the pedestals. They use each other. Um, these people train in the gym four hours, just like some of you girls do, just doing handstand work, handstand holds, different poses, presses, planche. Um, I'm not kidding. If you guys spent one month just working handstands like you were an acro gymnast, you would benefit so much. And that's something we're never going to have time for in the gym, never going to have time for when you're in school. Um, handstand holds, you know, look up some acro, try some fun things. Like it, it's really going to be beneficial. Yeah. Totally. I think I, I, we, I know we started with like five super important things to do at home. Um, I think presses and handstands. Oh, and, and the other thing that I, I think like as a gymnast, I always had an excuse for was finding time for flexibility. And yeah. in artistic gymnastics, like there's never enough time for flexibility. You look at like, you've got Acro <laughs> who just does hand balancing and, uh, and handstand work, super like low gymnastics difficulty. And then on the other side of that is Rhythmic, who spends like 10 hours a day stretching. And Just I pull in there, pulling legs up. Uh, yeah, yeah. One, one question I was going to ask you is, uh, what do you think is sort of like three or four of the most important flexibility? Well, I mean, to me, I think splits are obviously for, for women's artistic gymnastics, splits are number one like you got to have your split you got to have your 180 um and you know the like the fig code is one three or five for any kind of split so the difficulty on like the the deduction on that is huge if you don't have it so i think that getting time to and, and it's not just the hard part is it's it's not just inactive splits right it's not um sitting in an over split for two hours like that's good but you have to be able to have active flexibility too. So training with TheraBands and resistance and getting your passive flex past 180 so that you can get your active flex at least at or to 180 when you're when you're fighting gravity. Right. I think yeah. that I think that we could come back from I mean with all this kind of extra conditioning time and, and flex time like switch like the ring parts of of our jumps in the code you know, switch half yeah. with a ring, tergite with a ring, like those ring skills 
No, we are in a become... in an interesting position here because I mean, if you guys really, if you really do work hard an hour, two hours a day on your flex and on your handstands and your presses, I mean, we are not. Uh, we are not lying to you here that this is the, the hardest stuff. We're not, what we can do with you in the gym, if you come back with all your splits 180 and all your presses and one minute handstand hold, I mean, that is the hard part. We just have to develop both at the same time. But what always slows us down from progressing is that, you know, your bodies need to be, need to be, to have the prerequisites. You can push a skill. Like I, I've taught a stall to someone that didn't have a press, but it's not easy. It's, it's very, yeah. very, and, and more importantly, it's not right when it's done. It's not right. Yeah. Or it, it takes forever to kind of master, like we get the first steps down, but, but like getting it consistent, get it, getting it to or from handstand the right way. Like that takes a lot of time. If, the, if you've got a good press and you've got a really good handstand and you've got the, like the reverse end of the press, the kind of leg lift action that gets you from the press halter yep. back to handstand yeah that's like, another we've thing we've all done that drill against the wall right where you like you lean forward against the wall yep. and then you press back up to a handstand like that's stuff that we can do at home that that's that's what i get kicked on when i'm spotting a stalter and and they come out short because they right. don't have that you, you gotta hit the floor golden you gotta just drop <laughs> i've i've, I've, uh, done, I've done it I've too kicked hard <laughs> enough to drop um yeah, another thing I think that we don't have enough time for as far as injury prevention is lower back conditioning and back and shoulder flexibility. Oh God, yeah. Those are yeah. those are things that you can do at home that would just stop you from getting injured and and just help you out a lot in the long run. Yeah, definitely the, the shoulder flex like that's that's what took me out as a gymnast was the shoulder flex. So, yep. Um, I know anything we can do to strengthen that rotator cuff. It's been on our uh, conditioning assignments just because it's so important and we never have enough time for it. Um, let me see. I know, let's see, Sierra said, is air awareness something that we can work on at home? Because she's going to miss a lot of that. Okay, here's an interesting one, Sierra. Um, we were kind of talking about vis visualization and uh, I don't know why I can't say that word today. We were talking about visualization and, um, you know, it, it does, it does actually go pretty far with the science. When, when you look at the science of uh, visualization, they've done studies where they had somebody shoot a basket a thousand times and somebody visualized shooting a basket a thousand times and, you know, really in detail how they dribble, how many times, how they shoot. And the results were actually pretty insane. Like it was close. Um, if you're yeah. really being a detailed um, visualizer, then you can put your body through the skill without putting your body through the skill, which is saving you from um, wear and tear. So this is something you always need to do through the rest of your career um, is become a good visualizer. And that way, you know, you can help your body without having to get tired. If you're at home and you're trying to learn your press and you're just doing 50 of them, it might be better for you to take two minutes in between every press and, and just think that way your body's strong and your brain is going through a yeah. more important repetitive motion. So with the air awareness, like in your case, Sierra, you, you have a lot of skills. Um, you can put your, put your mind and body through those skills, you know, um, and, and get pretty good. I remember when I was trying to land a triple full for like a year, I was obsessed with getting this skill. 
Uh, I would do a lot of just thinking about it because in general, I was, I was scared to do it. So I would just put my mind through the motions and eventually like, you know, say you're at home doing standing back tuck. You can do like some standing back tuck, standing back pikes and very easily visualize double layout using your hips, kicking your toes, you know, um, or you can just lie on your back, put your palms up, take some deep breaths and just go through some of your skills, go through some of your routines. Imagine yourself doing it perfectly, what you would want it to look like, what it would feel like, you know, every part of it, you know, this, this stuff scientifically is very helpful. Yeah. It's funny. We were just talking about that yesterday too. And, and the same, same idea, like visualization can be so important. I think like breaking it down. Cause to me, most of our air awareness is either front landing, back landing, half twisting or full twisting. Right. I, I feel right. like even just adding just twists on the floor, kind of how I would spot to come out. Like I uh, obviously can't do a two and a half in quarantine. Like we can't do it. At yeah. Doing don't, a, a, yeah, no, that, that would <laughs> and very poorly for all of us. Um, but, but like just doing a half jump or a one and a half twisting jump and kind of picturing how I would come out of that. Um, and adding that with visualization is at least a way that we can keep our mind sharp because really like we're all at the same disadvantage in terms of being out of the gym. That's a good mind point. Is the difference yep. um, when we're going back in. Yeah, that's a good point. Everybody's at this at this same um, situation right now. So who who's going to come out on top? You know, who's putting in the work and who's putting in the smart work? Um, Girls, if I could just encourage you all to become good studiers of gymnastics, I know that's what made me and Colden, you know, want to be coaches and, and hopefully good coaches is we just love to study gymnastics. It's something we do in the gym, outside of the gym. You know, we appreciate beautiful, good gymnastics. If you can just, you know, watch more, visualize more, think about, you know, do some writing about what skills you want to learn about you know, be be a good student of gymnastics. Think of a skill, an end goal skill, and see if you can write out yourself drills that would help you lead up to it. You know, watch the skill and try to imagine, watch it with your parents, you know, start thinking what, what kind of muscles is that activating and how could I work those muscles? And when you are doing the exercises, think about the end goal skill. Yeah. I got to like, I've been uh, sharing and, and kind of getting some of our, uh, the kids, you know, from the club, um, their workouts, what they've been doing. And I've, I've been super impressed with how much they've been able to kind of come up with on their own and, and what they remember from training. I, I think it's, it's been really awesome. I know uh, Lisa says she's been doing 20 to 30 minutes of visualization a day, just practice. Even if you do it right before bed, I mean... You know, if you're having trouble falling asleep, lay down, take deep breaths, visualize some gymnastics. I mean, it's never, uh, never a waste of time, you know, and it's good for you. One thing about visualizing, it's it's important that you actually relax when you do it. You know, your brain um, will inform your body more if you're if you're in a state of relaxation. It's not a time for you to get your adrenaline going. It's not time for you to like, oh, I'm doing the skill and and get all crazy. It's a time for you to relax and and sort of let your mind inform your body of what what it is you're working toward yeah beautiful well man thank you so much um 
everybody, girls on the chat, I mean, thank you so much for joining and hanging out with us. Um, man, I really appreciate it. This yeah, wait. Awesome. Also, now is a good time. Dude, it yeah. was fun. Another thing is now it's a good time. If you, I mean, how, how often do you get a chance to do some cross training? How often do you get a chance to go play soccer in the yard with your brother and sister? Do some yoga with your family? I know one of my students, River, was doing yoga with her family. I mean, this is a good time. If you're getting a little bit anxious about I can't be at practice or a little bit, you know, um, just feeling overwhelmed by this whole situation, take a few days and do some other kind of training, you know, do some other sports. It's, it's all going to be beneficial, you know, just keep yeah. pushing. Well, I think it's, I mean, we've all had uh, on that note, like we've all had the, the thoughts on, on the bad days of gym where like, you just want to go do something else and you never can because you can't be out of the gym or whatever. Right. Uh, and I just feel like, I mean, it's given me a new appreciation. Being, being kind of stuck at home has given me a, a new appreciation of um, what I do enjoy doing and what I do like to do, because right now we can't do all of that. So I think that getting to try either new things or those things that you said you couldn't um, and cross train a little bit brings that appreciation back to the sport, because I, I'm confident that so many of us are like, oh, my God, I, I do miss this a lot more than I realized when I was there. 35 hours a week. Sierra, the plan for practice for you is you're going to get in the gym and we're going to start going. You and Colden, that is. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully one of these yeah. summers, one. hopefully one of Day these summers, one. the club and Soga can unite for some kind of practice or camp or competition. You know, yes. we're going to, we're going to make That's that so happen. Awesome. I think we, we missed each other by like one session or something at a, at a competition, right? Like you were in LA yeah. or... Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we got to plan better. We will though. Yeah, we will. Thank you, girl. I think, right. I think that's it. That's cool. Thank you, guys. Um, we'll do this again soon. This was awesome. Yeah, we will. Uh, leave in the comments if you want us to touch up on any topics or any skills. Yeah, for sure. Com comment it up. We'll put this video up on YouTube too for um, everybody to kind of go back through if they want to. Yeah, we can talk about whatever, guys. Just give us suggestions. Yeah. Right, guys, Thanks, cool. Thank you, man. All right. Bye. See you later, brother.